My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. My name is Mike Simmons. You might be expecting to hear Bill Allen. I am filling in for Bill this week. Uh, he's got some stuff going on, a little bit of an emergency, and he wasn't able to do it. And he called me and said, hey, can you do this for me? And I was super psyched to do it. I kind of feel like uh, David Letterman filling in for Johnny Carson right now. It's like this, you know, we both have podcasts and stuff out there in the same space. And uh, every once in a great while, uh, I host this podcast if he runs into a jam and he, and he can't do it and he wants to kind of keep keep charging forward. So uh, I am super psyched to be here with you guys. It's a real honor to be guest hosting today on the podcast. And I'm excited for the guest because uh, this is someone who uh, I know, and and I know that she's running a very cool business, and I know that it's growing. Uh, she is part of our seven-figure flipping family. She started off as a, a runway member, and I think in September of last year, she made the leap up to the altitude group, which is kind of the advanced group where you have to be doing a little bit more and have a little bit more level of success before you can get in there. It's not everyone's invited or accepted into that group, and and she did that, and and she's killing it, and. I was just going through and like reading some more stuff that she has going on and kind of making sure I'm very current and, and uh, uh, a very cool lady. And so I'm happy to introduce and, and be talking to today, Shannon Amos. Shannon, thank you for doing this. Thank you for agreeing to do it. And hopefully it's not too big of a letdown to not be on here with Bill, but uh, we're going to have a blast and Bill's going to be super yeah. jealous that he wasn't able to do it. That's right. We are. We're going to have a ball. Yeah. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, not sorry. We're, we're going to have a really, here. really good time. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for doing this. Um, I know that Bill likes to pull people in from uh, the seven figure uh, flipping family, the groups, different groups, uh, people who are doing some cool things and who he thinks would be a real inspiration to talk to. And obviously, uh, he asked you to do that for that exact reason. So uh, I'm very excited to talk to you. I'm super honored to be able to talk to you. And I'm excited about the subject we're going to talk about today. I know it's something that you are very interested in in your business. And going forward, you know, it's going to be a bigger part of your business. And so we're going to dive into it. So uh, kind of the theme of the show today, and I, I, I the, the last few shows has been networking. And, and so I want to really um, and talk about that. But before we get into that too deeply, if we could, let's give people a sense of who you are, who don't know you. Uh, where, where did you come from? Uh, what, if anything, did you do before real estate? Why are you in real estate? And kind of catch us up to where we are today. Sure. So um, thanks again for having me. Um, it's a real honor to be asked to do this. So great to be here. Um, I'll try to keep this short because I, my backstory leading into real estate investing and flipping um, is, it's not really long, but it, it you know, feels long sometimes. But <laughs> basically, I um, originally born in Tennessee. I moved to the Panhandle back in 2005. Um, was a speech pathologist for 17 years. Hmm. And I have mentioned this several times, and I always have to give a shout out to my girl, Ariane um, Lemire, and her husband, Chris, because I, I used to work 
side by side with um, her at a skilled uh, rehab center. Hmm. So um, I watched her get into this line of work and I'd always had a big interest in real estate in Tennessee. I had actually had my real estate license. Um, you know, some personal things in my life didn't allow me to continue to do that. So I ended up moving, you know, very deeply into speech pathology. I had a great career for 17 years. Um, it served me well. And um, ultimately, you know, just was looking for more freedom in my life. Had my daughter who's now eight and um, just wanted to define my own day, my own you know, potential and was hitting a point where I just really didn't feel appreciated for what I was doing. I loved my patients and um, obviously very rewarded to be working with them, but very much like, you know, other areas of the, you know, corporate world, you just are sometimes feel like a warm body. Mm -hmm. And um, I just kind of felt like I was hitting a ceiling and I just had lost my passion for that. And so watching Ariane do everything, you know, and she's phenomenal, obviously. Um, she and Chris have, have just been amazing with all the things that they've accomplished. And I watched her and she really was extremely encouraging and um, tossed me my first flip, believe it or not. So, oh, okay. um, so this was back in uh, December, 2016. Basically, she delivered it to me and said, we're going to take um, this flip, if you don't want it, we really don't have the capacity, but I think it's a great starter for you. And there began my uh, journey into real estate investing and flipping. So we had, we dabbled a little bit in rentals, very long term, um, only had a couple, my husband and I. And um, so, you know, in seven days, I closed on this property in 2016, December, right after Christmas. Then I, you know, started this new journey. And so that's, you know, I've been doing that for over four years now. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's been really awesome. So a right. so, um, couple of things, Chris and Arianne, some of the best people on earth. I love those guys. Yeah. They're so awesome. Idolize I love, them. Idolize oh them. man, they're the greatest. Yeah. And I'm, I'm super like lucky to have watched that whole evolution from the beginning. And those guys are amazing. Um, I have been that warm body in the corporate world. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's very soul sucking and you feel very uh, just stuck in a big wheel that you have, you know, very little, um, you know, to do with the outcome of anything. It's kind of a bummer. What is what does a speech pathologist do in a nutshell? Like what what is that? So it's a broad field for sure. Um, and I focused on more medical. So ultimately where my passion was in speech pathology was um, swallowing therapy. I worked a lot with head and neck cancer patients, okay. um, specifically with swallowing, um, stroke patients, head injury patients, um, patients that have um, maybe elderly, they've had a broken hip. It, progresses a little bit of the cognitive decline. And so you work on um, getting them functioning back to their, you know, as much of their normal life as possible. Again, okay. very extremely rewarding um, career. And, um, I, but I did just start to feel that I wasn't making the difference that I wanted. And ultimately it was pulling me from my family. So yeah. that's, totally. that's how I landed here. Yeah. Got it. Love it. And so a lot of similarities though, with real estate. Um, and I'm finding this 
more and more as I get deeper into real estate investing. And that is that it still is a business of helping people. And so um, still the root of who I am is a person that wants to help people. And it's just a little bit of a different path to, to do that. So 100%. And I think the people that view it like that, like you do, they don't view it as like this vehicle to like, just create this cash machine, but they actually view it as my first objective is to help people. And then the business success comes second, always, always have a much clearer and, and better path to success because they're, they're starting from the, from the, the standpoint of, I want to help people. And that's, you're right. That's all we're doing. And when you are, when you're not helping someone or when you stop helping people, that's when things get difficult and people wonder why, why am I struggling in my business? It's because you stopped focusing on helping people and you started just trying to generate income or, or revenue. So Got I love it. that. I love that Absolutely. message. So you are a house flipper. Um, and, and where, where are you doing your flips? Where, where is your target market? Yes. So um, I kind of touched on this and then, you know, went a different direction. So I'm in the panhandle of Florida. I'm based out of Destin, Florida. Okay. And yes. I cover, um, you know, primarily Okaloosa County. So that would be Destin, Fort Walton, um, Niceville, Crestview, and now starting to kind of branch to um, surrounding counties. So okay. I'm, I'm in the panhandle just outside of Pensacola and Panama City. Okay. Now, for the bulk of your real estate investing career. Okay. Let's not talk about the two that we talked about before we hopped on here. Some things you're doing, some different stuff, but it, historically, how do you find deals? Sure. So up until recently, it was primarily from wholesalers. Okay. Okay. Primarily from wholesalers. Hey, go wholesalers. I'm a wholesaler. Um, okay. So, and that's fine. And you can find deals from wholesalers all day long. And that's what a lot of people do. It's super great. But in this, in this market, we're in this environment. It's a super hot seller's market as of the time of this recording. Uh, house prices are at an all-time high pretty much across the country. Um, most sellers are, are aware that, that they're sitting on something pretty good. And, and it's just become a little bit pricey to if, you're, if you're marketing for deals and you're using wholesalers. But those uh, people who are listening who are marketing for deals and they have PPC and they have direct mail and all these paid marketing sources... Mm -hmm. They're paying a ton of money right now because the competition's high, inventory's low. And so they're really struggling, right? So the idea is, and it's always sort of been the holy grail, I think at least, as long as I've been doing this, this, this industry, I've been in real estate since 08, the holy grail has always been trying to generate leads, sustained, uh, consistent, reliable leads without just buying them for lack of a better term, not just spending a ton of money on it. And the problem with that for people is if you're not going to throw money at that situation, then you have to put in the time and the effort. And, and a lot of us are lazy or busy or whatever. We just think we can't do it. And so we don't, we avoid the whole relationship, networking, cultivating these relationships that will bring us deals without us having to spend a boatload of money. And I know from talking to you before we jumped on here, and it's why you're on this particular episode, is that though networking hasn't been all you focused on in the past several years of your business, you know that's something important and you're starting to do it and you're starting to see results. So can you tell us the first deal that you got that was not just buying it from a wholesaler or making an offer on the MLS, like where you got it through a relationship-based kind of a networking situation? Yes, absolutely. So this actually transpired um, recently, as a matter of fact, this would have been 
I think probably it began in September, right as I was um, graduating up to um, Altitude Group. Okay. And um, interestingly enough, it was just from me talking to people that I talk to all the time about what I do. Yeah. Um, I'm a woman. I like to go to the salon. I like to get my nails done. And um, I had been approached by someone that is not even my hairstylist, but someone in the hair salon where I do, do go to get my hair done. And she approached me and said, I think that I have somebody that might be interested in selling their house. And she proceeded then to tell me a little bit about this individual, this lady, and some of the um, things that she was going through. And she was definitely having a struggle, um, some personal things, some issues with the house. And um, basically just said, do you, are you interested in, in talking to her? And of course I was extremely flattered. Number one, that just people were listening to me. The fact that they had an interest in what I was doing and they had listened to the point. She had listened to the point that she thought it was really cool what the line of work that I was in and had watched my projects and knew that um, I did good work. And so then she, um, it was very flattering that she reached out to me. So of course I said, yes, absolutely. And so she then um, gave me this individual's information and I made sure that um, this, this lovely lady knew that I would be contacting her of what she did. And that began my uh, journey into a whole new side of real estate investing um, from a referral. Yeah. So that, that's how it started. And yeah. I can go into that certainly further, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. We, we will we'll go into that further. But the point I want to make here to everyone listening is sometimes, and I'll throw myself in this group, I do the same thing. When people yeah. say, you need to network more, right? I think of like going to some cocktail party and like mingling. It sounds like blow my head off. I don't want to do it, right? But networking, especially in our industry, it's not necessary. I mean, sure, you can do that. You can go to some, some networking event. That's fine. But it's really more about talking in your everyday life just not keeping this thing that you do a secret, but just telling everyone around you whenever you're doing whatever you do in your normal life, that's when the real networking magic can happen, right? Yeah. The networking events are sometimes okay, but the problem with networking events is if you're, not a, if you're not someone who enjoys that, first of all, it's torture. But second of all, everyone there sort of like knows they're at a networking event and it's like, oh, I know what this person's trying to do. They're trying to get me to... But when you just sit in a salon, for example, and you're talking casually to, you know, the person who's, who was working on you or whatever, like that is the most basic form of networking, but it's the easiest and sometimes the most effective, right? So, so let's, let's dig into that a little bit. Um, so how, first of all, let's just contextualize a little bit. How long had you been going there and telling everyone in the salon, like what you're up to and like talking out loud about it? Had you been doing it for years or months or like? Well, I mean, I'd, I'd only been doing this really since the beginning of 2017. Okay. Um, I had been going to the salon at the time and um, I'm actually not one that likes to talk about myself a whole lot. I mean, it, it, I talk about other people. Yeah. I'm interested in what they have going on. Who's interested in anything that I'm doing? Nobody, which isn't true. Right. Um, so it didn't happen immediately. I mean, I, I didn't really know what I was doing in 2017. Yep. Um, I was obviously excited about it. And 
as you know, people that were really close to me, I was a, you know, was talking to them about my journey, my fears, my excitement, all of those things. But I certainly wasn't just going into the salon, you know, seeing people once every six weeks and just randomly telling them everything about what I'm doing. Yeah. But you know, I develop a relationship with the people that I routinely, um, you know, I have friendships there. The person that sure. does my hair, she's been doing my hair since uh, 2008. So she is a friend now. She's not just someone that does my hair and yeah. they care about you. So mm -hmm. over time, you begin to open up and share. So um, really, that's really what it was, is, yeah. is just, you know, a relationship where you're asking that person what's going on in their life. They begin to ask you what's going on in yours. And over time, you feel more and more comfortable to then let them into this new adventure that you're on. So, oh. yeah. So, yeah. No, I think it's important. And they say too, like, right, I don't know the exact number, but I think it's something like people need to hear something seven times before they yeah. really sinks in. And, and, you know, and so you being and going there for over the course of a handful of years and kind of like casually here and there talking about what you're doing when you're asked and stuff, it sort of sinks in and then it's on people's minds. So three years ago, maybe nobody in that salon had a friend or a family member who needed anything. But you go in there over time and then people go, oh, yeah, like Shannon, I know she does something in real estate. Maybe she could help. So it's like the easiest form of networking if you're not a natural networker. And I'm not. Uh, it's it's the easiest form of networking is just it's organic and it feels natural. And, and I think that's and by the way, you going in there since 2017, that person who approached you also probably felt very comfortable that you're a good person person. They're not just taking yes. some random stranger who does real estate and throwing them at a friend or a family member. It's like, oh, it's Shannon. Like she's, she's great. We I've known her for years now. Right. So, um, yeah. absolutely amazing. Great, yeah, great biggest compliment you can get, honestly, when somebody approaches you. Totally. Totally. So. so how did that deal go? How, how did, did it, did it go smoothly? Was it awesome? Were you able to help them with they hugging and kissing and telling you you're great or how did it work? Well, um, so, you know, in a nutshell, I mean, in, in the big scheme of things, it went well, just because I do like people and I want to help people, as I mentioned earlier. So it was a bit nerve wracking experience for me initially, just because I was put in a situation that I'd never been in before. So obviously I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning how I'm going to, do I even know how to put a deal together? Do I even know how to have a conversation with someone? I mean, this isn't what I do. People hand me deals. Yeah. I don't create deals. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah. of course it, it, it was nerve wracking for me, you know, and I spent a lot of time thinking about it and reflecting on, you know, whatever. But interestingly enough, when I just talked to that person and I took everything else out and I just listened and I let them talk, let them Put themselves out there, cried, got frustrated, got mad just in general about things that were going on. And I just listened and I cared and I offered that part of me. Then really it was honestly one of the easiest things that could have, that I could have been put into. And it opened up a, a whole new world for me because I really thought I would suck at sales. You know, like this is not, I'm not a networker. You're exactly right, Mike. I'm right there with you. I don't go to networking events. I'm actually very reserved and shy. I stand back, I watch, I listen, I take everything in. People would probably not agree or believe that, but that is true. Like I, I don't 
naturally go into those situations. And um, so, you know, being in that situation and having it be so easy to be able to help someone, um, it, it did, it opened up a whole new world. So it, it, it didn't happen overnight. It's not like I got her to sign on the dotted line, you know, and create this deal immediately. I did have to nurture it. I mean, I basically just, just opened up the dialogue with her and let her tell me kind of what was going on. And then I just listened so that I could help her. I wanted to, to help problem solve. Um, it wasn't really about making a deal happen for me. It really was trying to come up with something that was going to help this individual and, and then at the same time, hopefully help me as well. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the afterthought of it. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it was easy. So it took about, um, it was about a two month process before we really, I, I got her under contract and it wasn't that she um, was even talking to other people or wasn't sure. Yeah. It's just that I had to kind of weed through all of this emotion that she was dealing with. Yep. And she had to be able to process um, that next step. Yep. So I gave it time um, and we back and forth via text, via phone, we had several meetings and um, there were some there were some family dynamics because she didn't own this house by herself. Yep. So I had to then get into another side of the family, which actually was very easy and straightforward. Um, but yeah, yeah. She, I mean, so it, it, it really was. It was. It, totally. it, it was awesome. I mean, it really was. Yeah, so. and I, I will say so that that for that anxiety that you had or that nervousness about talking to her, because normally people just bring you deals. You don't network and, and meet right. people this way, but that probably also helped you because you, it probably felt more authentic, right? You go in, there was some super slick presentation. It's like, it could be off-putting a little bit. So mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, you say you're not a, a normal or natural salesperson. I think whenever you go from the position of trying to help somebody, you don't have to necessarily be the greatest salesperson if you remember we're, we're just trying to help people. And that's that's the key there. And you took time, you let her have her time and and it all worked out. Um, what was the second deal? I know you've done two now that were outside of the traditional just go get them right. from a wholesaler kind of thing. Well, how did you find the second one? What was the method? The, the Right. So, of course, that was the first deal was just at the end of um, September. Mm -hmm. The second deal, we just closed on... Um, I mean, I can't remember exactly, but I mean, this was 10 days ago. Okay. And this deal in particular um, was initiated from a relationship that I developed with a gentleman, um, retired military individual who happened to live next door to a house that we were renovating to flip. Okay. And um, we, I mean, I, I, I do care about people. So in seeing him, of course, I like to let them know what's going on, like to let them know what we're doing to the property next door. They're really excited about it. And then we just got into a conversation. The next thing you know, I mean, this is probably, because I think I closed on that house over there at the end of December. So um, around, you know, right after the first of the year, maybe six weeks later, he calls me up and tells me, you know, who he is, reminds me who he is. Mm -hmm. And of course, yes, Mr. Gary, I know exactly. Um, he has another friend who just so happened to have a house in the neighborhood, okay. um, elderly gentleman, and he needs help. He's looking to sell his house. Yeah. And um, he liked what we were doing, liked me, felt that I was an honest person. And then there became the second deal. So 
See, it's just, and it's the thing from a person who's not a networker, I'm doing air quotes, if you can't see me, not a networker, right? It's just talking, it's just opening up, talking to people about what you do. Like that is, that is networking. That is a, a form of networking. And I know this isn't like how you've traditionally gotten deals, but again, talking to you prior to jumping on this uh, conversation and recording, I know this is something that you want to focus on doing more of in your own words, so that I don't put words in your mouth. Why? Why, why do you need, why do you think networking is going to be a bigger part of your business going forward? Well, I mean, you really touched on it and um, spoke about this earlier. I mean, it is a very different market that we're in right now. It's highly competitive. And so the traditional ways of getting deals are just becoming, you know, tougher. And so um, you have to set yourself apart from other people. And I have found that this is a way that I can really do that. And so, um, I mean, I, I, the, both of these deals, I mean, the, the deal that I did um, back in September, we have now renovated that property. We have closed on that property. We had one of the big, biggest profits um, on a flip property that we've had. And I'm certain that it, you know, was because I went seller direct. Yes. Um, and so that, that was a huge part of it. So you see the benefit of it too, yeah. um, you know, from that standpoint. But also, I mean, you, we want to survive. We want longevity in this business. And it's constantly changing. And the one thing that I just feel like that I do that is very consistent is that I am good at relationships and I'm good at nurturing relationships. And I'm not as good at the, I'm not the type of person that really wants to do a postcard campaign. I'm not really all about the, the cold calling. Mm-hmm. To me personally, that's just, impersonal. It's not my business model now. Yeah. Um, I'm very involved in the, in the direct hands-on parts of the business and the people are what make it for me. And so I realized that that's not going to be what's going to work for me. I will lose interest in that really quickly. Yeah. Um, I'll lose steam. I will be, you know, ultimately kind of turned off by that yeah. stuff for me. It's just not, not who I am. I so mean, yeah, so I see the the need for that for my business because of all the marketing trends right now. And because I I see the, I mean, I now have seen firsthand how much developing those relationships and continuing to network in the way that works best for me really pays off. 100%. It's super smart. Anyone who's not, anyone who thinks that they don't need to network or cultivate relationships in this business is absolutely missing the boat. Whether you like it or not, it is part of our business. And frankly, to your point, Uh, Aside from it's just it's a great organic way to try to uh, or to generate a business that has leads coming to you. It also the side benefit of of it is you are cutting out the wholesaler who's marking it out like they're making money. I'm a wholesaler. I'm telling you, I'm making money when I sell you as a house flipper. I'm selling you a deal. I'm making money. You cut them out. The deals get bigger. and it's just, it is a relationship networking business that we're in. So right. I know that that's important for you. Um, I, I, so guys, if you're listening to this and like, yeah, 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 I like that. That's awesome. I like what she's saying. I, I resonate with that. These are the conversations that we have inside the seven-figure uh, flipping group, whether it's altitude or runway. Uh, these are the conversations that we have. If you are listening to this and you're like, I want to be part of this community. I want to be part of the group. I want to network with people like Shannon and I want to learn from her and I want to be around her more and people like her, um, you can go to sevenfigurealtitude.com and fill out an application. Uh, we don't take everybody. There's qualifications. We we really qualify people before they come into the group because we we just want 
you know, we want the right people. And if you want to see if you, uh, if you qualify, then uh, go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, fill out an application. And uh, if it's not a good fit, we'll let you know. If it, and if you don't think it's a good fit for you, then, then that's fine. But uh, at the very least, you might learn something. We might be able to help you or, or give you a tip or something that will help you get to that next level so that you do qualify to be in the group. Just what is your, Shannon, just I'll put you on the spot here. What, what is your experience with the seven-figure group? I know you started in the runway. Now you're in altitude. What do you think of the altitude group, for example? Oh my goodness, game changer. I mean, it really, I was um, just sitting at such a different place in my business, really didn't know where I was going. Um, I mean, it's just been unbelievable how being a part of this has, has propelled my business forward. And what I do love about it is like that there are people in, the, in these groups that are like you. We're not all the same. And that's what's so awesome. Yeah. But everybody offers something different. Everybody brings something to the table and you're not going to connect with everyone. Your business model is not going to be the same as everyone else's. But what's so awesome is that you really feel like that you're, you're giving to this community and they're giving back to you. I mean, it's just honestly one of the most amazing groups that I've ever been in. It has been life-changing for me. We have, um, you know, it business on the business side of things, but then relationships too. And I'm looking forward to developing more of those moving forward. But I mean, unbelievably the best group that there is. Love 100%. it. Yeah. Thank you for that. Seven sevenfigurealtitude.com. Go and fill out an application, check it out. We want you in this group, but not everyone qualifies. So we want you to try and, and then you can come and hang out with Shannon and, and learn from her. And she's amazing and awesome. So Shannon, thank you for doing this today. I really appreciate it. Uh, talking about networking relationships and how important they are to your business. I totally agree with you. And uh, it's something I'm always trying to get better at myself. So thanks for doing this. Have a fantastic weekend and we'll talk to you soon. That sounds great. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Right. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. What if you could raise $500,000 of private capital in the next 30 days to fund your real estate deals? How would that change your business? How would that change your life? I've put together a 30-day challenge that will walk you through how to get access to all the private funding you'll ever need at incredibly low interest rates on your terms when you need it. It's called the 500K Challenge. This is the same system I've used to raise over $15 million dollars the past few years. And you're not just going to learn how to raise it. You're going to actually start finding this money yourself within the next 30 days as you go through the challenge. This is the single most important skill any real estate investor needs to have, whether you're flipping houses, buying multifamily properties, wholesaling, or anything else. Jump in and start raising private money now at 500kchallenge.com. I'll see you guys on the inside.